Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Golden Earring on Rock 102. Hey, guess what? There's a winter weather advisory in effect. Oh, great. We're not really going to get anything except maybe in the higher elevations, which could be where you live, Steve. Who knows? Probably exactly where I live. <laughs> He's further away from the equator. That's why. And it would happen, by the way, overnight tonight into portions of Thursday. I wish we had the record high of 83 degrees back in 1988. I miss 88. I know. So much. I was so young and supple and... Were you? Vibrant. Oh, supple? yeah. Were you supple? Oh, I was succulent in a, in, a, in, <laughs> in, in my a, own way. In a backsy way. Yes. Paul Kozin from B1 Vodka is going to be in the studio later on today. We're going to uh, talk... We're going to get drunk. No, but we are going to talk about uh, you know what he... Uh, Observed on the border of Poland and Ukraine. Plus, we'll talk vodka, too. And it's so sad that we'll have to drink our troubles away. (laughs) Maybe. But there's a lot of show even after that. We also got tickets to the Western Mass Home and Garden Show coming up at the Big E. It's 536 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and REM with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. So that winter weather advisory for Steve's house... Has been issued, <laughs> apparently, for 10 p.m. tonight through he's, noon tomorrow. He's getting the plows already. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's not unusual <laughs> to be loved by anyone, but it's also not unusual for me to get snow when you guys have sunshine and 69 <laughs> degrees, giggity. Uh, for the rest of us, maybe it's going to be some rain. Might even be some freezing rain tomorrow, so just be careful of that. Uh, let's see. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Do you have the Love Boat theme in your head? Yeah, sure. Well, you do now. Yeah, you're right. I kind of do now, don't I? You have have it in your head, Dave? I do, and I can pull it up for you right here, because I was going to do it and now hear this later, too. Oh. Well, we can save it. We can do it both times. No, let's just save it, and then we'll we'll have get to that gold a little See, later. I don't on. know because you know the, well, the, the music some... of Jack Jones is timeless. Listen, this will be the <laughs> ultimate tease. There's something big to talk about about uh, about the Love Boat, and if you're listening to this around nine thirty five or so, <laughs> you just got to download the podcast, go back and listen to it, and get to now hear this to hear the Love Boat. Oh, there story. you go. Or you could just edit this part out. You could. You could just skip right over it. Most people do anyway, I think, when they first hear this in the morning. Raven Simone and her co-stars from Raven's Home walked off the set yesterday to protest Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill. By the way, somebody got upset with me uh, the other day. Yeah? That it's not it's not called the Don't Say Gay Bill. And then there was like this rant that went along with it. Right. And, uh, and then I responded with, uh, I don't effing care. <laughs> Good response. Because... If you're gonna get upset by a story in a in a in a bit called Hollywood trash, yeah, then I don't know what's going on. With well, you know, some people take what we do very seriously. I guess so. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them either. Dave, are you one of them? No idea what you're talking about. See, he has no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she said, "Quote: Education that reflects the truth in the world we live in is something we must fight for." So look, she, she's got her own views, but does anybody really care that anybody walked off a Raven's home off the set? But she's so Raven. She is so Raven. She is so Raven. She's an agitator, too, is what she is. She's like Woody Woodpecker. He was an agitator. He was an agitator, wasn't he? 
Uh, Kelly Clarkson changed her legal name to Kelly Brienne after her uh, divorce, but her showbiz name remains the same. She says, quote, I don't think I can change Clarkson at this point. I'm 20 years in. Am I right, people? Or am I right? And that's when the crowd went crazy because yeah. they totally agree with her stance. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Oh, nothing wrong with right. that. Has shared her cupcake hack to prevent frosting from getting in your nose. Quote, you take it and you pull it apart and then you flip it and then you have a sandwich and you don't get frosting up your nose. All right. I would like to see some sort of decoration on Anne Hathaway's nose. Maybe uh, maybe a birthday cake flavored. Can't even imagine what she would look like with frosting in her face. I don't know. We're talking about frosting, right? Yeah. Okay. Just to clear that. No, well, we're talking about cupcakes. Oh. Well, and the frosting on the cupcake. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, okay. but, I, but I've heard that too. That the proper way of eating a cupcake is you take the top off, you flip it upside down, you put it on the stump, and there you go. Oh, it's so like this a, is nothing new. Then you created this hack. No, I didn't, I didn't create nothing. I I'm not that I'm not that kind of a guy. Uh-huh. But I've seen it, and you eat it like a sandwich yeah. rather than a cupcake. Nice. I kind of like that idea. Yes. It's the cupcake sandwich. Which makes me think, well, why don't you just make a cupcake with the filling inside? Well, now we just need some cupcakes to try it out. I mean, where where do we go? How do we get them? Let's go. (sighs) Um, We can find a bakery that can make us some sandwich cupcakes. Yeah. Uh, Are you excited for the Academy Awards this weekend? Am I? Dave? Didn't even realize they were this weekend. How do you not realize that I have it on my calendar? I'll have to share it with the calendar in... Uh, update with you. Nobody warned me. Uh, the Academy stopped giving out those Oscar goodie bags back in 2006 because the expensive gifts put an extra tax burden on the recipients. Uh-huh. That's why I don't even go anymore. Wasn't that, that part of The Sopranos where they beat up uh, they beat up somebody to get the goodie bag? It was Christopher uh, sent somebody uh, and Yeah, they, they beat up uh, Sir Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, but it was another woman that was in there too. It was another famous actress. Yes, and I cannot remember who that is. Well, they, you know that that was that was back in the day when they actually gave those goodie bags out. Uh, but a company called Distinctive Assets, which has nothing to do with the Oscars, kind of took over everything by giving out everyone wins gift bags to the top twenty-five of the top acting and directing nominees. So it's like a participation trophy. Yeah, basically, this year's bag is worth six figures, whatever that means. And here are some of the gifts that it contains. You ready? Yeah. Yes. Plots of land in Scotland from a company called Highland Titles, which make uh, recipients actual lords and ladies of Glencoe. Jesus. Mm. I don't need that. I'd like to be a lord, or even a lady for that matter. Okay with that. What else? An all-inclusive stay at Turin Castle in Scotland. Uh, Gold-flaked olive oil from Ariti. God. You think uh, Manny's sells that uh, gold-flaked olive oil? Gold-flaked? No, I don't think so. Uh, facial rejuvenation procedures from uh, Dr. Konstantin Vaskulovic. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, I don't know that guy. And uh, art art lipo body enhancements. Yeah. Down Mm. with that. By the way, the woman with Sir Ben Kingsley in the episode of The Sopranos, Lauren Bacall. Lauren Bacall. There you go. Lauren Bacall. Hollywood legend. Yeah. I, uh, that was a great episode because then you get to see all the crap that they got in the Oscar bag. I don't think Bing Kingsley won an Oscar that year anyway. Nah, he that's listen, he doesn't need any more Oscars. He, he probably bathes in that gold flaked olive oil, knowing him. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Uh let's see. Uh, Lollapalooza's lineup includes Metallica, Dua Lipa. You guys know who that is? Yes. No, I don't. Green Day and Doja Cat. I like Doja Cat. She's pretty cool too. Um <coughs> 
That's a, that's, that's an interesting lineup. Uh, Jane's Addiction is going to be a special guest. The festival is July 28th through the 31st, and tickets are already on sale. Gee, what Sweet. a surprise. Jane's Addiction at Lollapalooza, even though it's run by the guy who runs Jane's Addiction. Well, I mean, you got to feature yourself sometimes. Hey, we're still around. We put this concert together. You know, it was us who did that. ACDC's For Those About to Rock, We Salute You was inspired by English poet Robert Graves' Angus Young. says, quote, I think he had a book out or a story, and it was For Those About to Die, and he went uh, into a day in the Coliseum. You can, you can tell how often ACDC has been inspired by poetry, literature. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's very Walt Whitman lyrics in uh, many of those songs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I believe right. uh, Thunderstruck was written by uh, by Robert Frost. Which, again, you can't be struck by thunder. You can only be struck by lightning. I don't know what the hell was up with that song. Well, Two- it didn't flow off the tongue the same way. Gotcha. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and I took the one that was thunderstruck. Yeah, I yeah. recognize that one. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. he wrote that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Tree service. Lambert Long. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Listen, I know I can't speak for everybody. All I know is that when it comes to things like how to present myself in a professional manner or how to embrace the styles and trends of today's youths, there is no need to look any further to accept the exacting knowledge and taste of Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber represents a keen level of perception and intuition that is unparalleled in today's contemporary society. How else do you explain his popularity amidst all that crappy and insipid attempts at making music? You can't. Now you might ask, hey Baxi, isn't this supposed to be some sort of sports feature? To which I would say, keep your pants on, I'm getting there. Yesterday, the Toronto Maple Leafs revealed a new reversible sweater that they will wear tonight during their home game against the New Jersey Devils. The sweater was designed by Justin Bieber. Why? Well, as you know, we would never claim Justin Bieber as our own in this country. He's Canadian. Worse than that, he's also a gigantic, long-suffering Maple Leafs fan, which, as you might be aware, has not won a playoff game in 19 years, back when Justin was only nine years old. Nevertheless, Justin and his design company have been commissioned to come up with tonight's game jersey, and frankly, I like it. First of all, it's completely reversible. It's black, which is very slimming, with blue stripes and black lettering. Then when you turn it inside out, it becomes what looks like a Bruins jersey. Black, which is still slimming, with yellow stripes. To me, looking at that, it it looks like a Bruins jersey, and I'd much rather watch the Maple Leafs, uh, watch that, than the Maple Leafs any day of the week. The difference, of course, is that there is no letter B and no bear on the jersey. You still have a Maple Leaf, only with a smiley face stitched in the middle of it. And that is the touch of Bieber that I was fully expecting. Now, of course, many of you will ask, why is this happening? And the best answer I can give you is this. If you were a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs, wouldn't you want something else to focus on, too? Of course you would. This is a team that hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. They got nothing else to look forward to. Justin Bieber is all they have, and that's the truth. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm looking at five DeWalt power tools on sale all month at Rockies for 100 bucks. I'm looking on my phone at the Rockies app or the laptop at rockies.com. You can also pick up the sales flyer in the store. What's on sale at Rockies? Lots of stuff. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 614 and Queen on Rock 102. If Steve were doing the emoji weather for 
overnight into tomorrow, he'd be like a pouty face for his own house. Uh, winter weather advisory in effect for lots of our area, especially the higher elevations. It just uh, it just becomes part of the landscape. Mm-hmm. You, you you don't really like it, but you just get used to it. Yeah, yeah. but we're in a we're in a, 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 a kind of a a strange time every year. Like for example, in, in, in my house, I've got my snowblower still in my garage, mm-hmm. and every day I think. Should I put that thing away now? No. Should I? Should I just because uh, you know you've had a couple of seventy degree days. Sure. You got uh, you got sunshine. You, it feels like spring. Some golf courses have opened, by the way. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Listen, there are some golf courses that'll stay open in January. They just won't <laughs> technically be right. open to the public. But I know. You, you can get out there. Oh yeah. You uh you can't put your snowblower away in this area of the country until at least May seventh. Uh, I remember Tom Bavacqua, former yeah. meteorologist at uh, at uh, ABC 40, saying the same thing. You can't do anything until uh, the beginning of May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even then, it, even it's then, iffy. Get, yeah. but, but yet, I, I see that thing every day in my garage, and I'm going, I'm going to have to say goodbye to you for a few months. Because uh-huh. if, it, if it snows, do I want to go out and snowblow or just let nature take its course and let it melt on its own? Yeah, uh, you got to let nature take its course. Yeah, let it melt on its own. But maybe I'm going to put that thing away. It's just a, it's just a big, uh, you know. I'm, I'm trying, I'm starting to do spring cleanup now. But again, here we are faced with a weather event, right? That could just put a poo-poo on that whole thing. But I guess it's less to clean up then. Yeah, you know. I'm, uh, I'm going to be, I, I am going to be in the market for an actual man. To come and do my lawn this year. A man? A real man with skills, tools, equipment, and knowledge. That leaves me out. Well, it certainly leaves me out because my uh, my lawn tractor is busted. Stone cold busted. And I'm not uh, the kind of guy who is mechanically inclined enough to fix it. And it may be just as simple as you know switching out a belt. But I can't switch out a belt. And if I did switch out a belt... I'm not so sure I really have it in me to mow my lawn anymore. There's this guy in uh, East Longmeadow here, and I don't remember the name of the place, but he comes to your house and picks your, uh, picks your you know, mower or snowblower up, fixes it, and then brings it back to you. But Sweet. I think you missed yeah. the very last part of my point. Yeah. I think I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to do it anymore. Oh. Like I oh, want- you don't even want to do it at all. I'm at the point ah. now where- I'm not so sure I want that responsibility. Man, uh, Mrs. Baxendale got a bargain when she married you, huh? I make it up to her in other ways. Hey, I'm only good for about three years of this marriage, and then we have to hire everybody to do whatever we need around here. Well, it just, it just uh, it's becoming more obvious as I get older that my only real skill when it comes to you know, fixing stuff around the house, doing uh, you know outdoor activities is to break stuff. That's the only thing I'm good at. So, if if with that in mind, maybe I'm just better off hiring a man to actually do the work that I'm supposed to, now, or do, a woman. Do you break stuff that you know you can fix? So you're creating your own problem that you know you can alleviate. Do you do that? No, no. I, I don't All break right. stuff that I know I can fix mm. because I know I can't fix. Well, now, do you have a riding mower or a, a push mower? No, it's it's. Uh, I got one of each. Okay, because the riding mower, I never, I'm, I don't mind that at all. You stick a beer in the cup holder there, and yeah. you put your sunglasses on, and maybe some tunes. 
Technically, I, I like I'm, it. I'm down with that. I yeah. like it. Technically, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. But uh, I have a very hilly property. Okay. And it's treacherous. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm probably, uh, I don't know if I'm revealing too much, if I'm opening up the door a little bit uh, you know, too aggressively. I'm getting lazier as I get older, which is astonishing <laughs> that it's even possible to get as lazy as I am. But now I'm at the point where, like, you know what? I'm just feeling too old for this for this foolishness. Now, are both mowers broken? Because you mentioned one of them was broken. The push mower is uh, is quite operational. Okay, that's, that's yeah. a fairly that, new push mower. That's a problem. Yeah, but I got a pretty big yard. Mm-hmm. I got bad knees. I got bad feet. I'm a fibbing left and right. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where I'm saying, hey, you know what? Why do I hire a guy who knows what he's doing mm-hmm. and has uh, and has the ability to uh, to to cash my check? Phone lines are open. Well, you know what? I mean, it's not like I'm going to hire you today. I mean, you can email me. That's probably even better. But it's like, nevertheless. Well, I think you could screen candidates is what I'm saying. Well, okay. So, I mean, you uh, you live in an apartment, so you're not mowing anything right now, right? Okay. It's not your responsibility to to do any lawn care Mm -hmm. or, or, and if something breaks, you call your landlord, right? Yes. But I have been in situations before where I have been a homeowner. But yes, right now, I don't have to worry about that stuff. Thank God. Steve has got an enormous property, mm-hmm. but he's got equipment like you wouldn't believe. Steve's Steve's like a like a farmhand out yeah, there. Yeah, but it's still maintenance, and it's still it's a lot. The more you have, the more you got to deal with. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like yesterday, I'm out there like trimming. I'm trying to trim brush. Yeah, trying to trim the brush. You know how hard that is with it. I got cuts all over my arms and stuff from going in the pricker bushes. But, bushes. But you like that stuff. I don't really like that part. I like the end result yeah. when it's all done. Yes. But the, uh, the the labor-intensive part to get rid of it all yeah. is uh, not really my uh, cup of tea. You know who loves that stuff? Ooh. Absolutely crazy. My father. My father's a nutcase when it comes to doing stuff outside. He mm-hmm. loves being in the mud. He's got these amazing gardens that he has. He's, he's built all these water features by right. hand. He builds stone walls. I take after my mother. When it comes to uh, to lawn care. So why are you not offering for your dad and his wife to come live at your house and then you would have a live-in lawn boy? Well, this conversation oh, just went to a screeching halt. I mean, it's not like you've ever had problems with in-laws living at your house before. Wow, he said that out loud, Bax. <laughs> I... I, listen, I, it would be fine to have you know, them for a visit, to stay for a couple of days, but I don't want to well, hire. I don't want to hire a seventy-eight-year-old okay. man to do my lawn when a fifty-six-year-old guy, or almost a fifty-six-year-old guy, doesn't want to do it. All right, let's put it this way, okay? You had the old man come over every two weeks during the summer only, you know. <laughs> Look, Dad, uh, I want you to start May 15th until September 15th. I yeah. want you to come over every two weeks, and then the final time will be my birthday. So that, you know, and that, that'll be, oh, I don't have to pay you for this weekend because it's my birthday. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. Remember all the times in high school when I asked you for things yeah. that I had no intention of ever paying you back for yeah. it? Well, it's just like, it's like all come full circle. Actually, when we when we bought the house and mm-hmm. my, my dad and his wife came over to take a look at the place, you know, he looks at the backyard and, you know, I mean, there's a lot of potential with a backyard. Sure. And my dad is like looking around and going, oh, Jesus, would I like to get my hands uh, hey, in this? Wow. He's, I mean, he's even said it. He's yeah. seeing rose gardens and little uh, atriums. Oh, no, he, and, he, he, yeah. was, he was planning out waterfalls and, and yeah. you know, you know, water features and you know, you know little bridges he wanted to build. And thing is, he's capable of doing that. 
I'm not capable of doing that, and even less interested in doing the work to be capable of doing that. Look, Bax, we'll make a we'll make a brick wall here with some ivy on it. It'll be like uh, it'll be like uh, Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field. Yeah. There we go. That's it. Thank you, Wrigley Field. Because you're a sports fan, and it'll kind of make you feel at home. Oh, sure. this would be a great area for succulents and hostas and all these. Yeah. And he, has, he has all this, this stuff in his head. We can put a big green monster over there to keep out the neighbors. Yeah. There you go. Like See, I'm telling you, uh-huh. you can design it any way you want. Yeah. But you just have no interest in doing it. I'm just, I'm at the point now where I, I really, truly don't. Well, let me come over and not help you this weekend. Well, that would be terrific. Yeah, you're welcome. It's 623 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. When the time. Eagles on Rock 102 with Back Steve and Dave. Have you ever been on that corner in Winslow, Arizona, by the way? No, I have not. I got a buddy who's done that before, took pictures. There's really nothing there except there's like one statue, I guess, to commemorate the song. That's it? Yeah. Huh. You know, it's like. Tiny place. Kind of expected more out of it. Nope. That's all I got. And now it's time for Today I Learned. <laughs> With Bax, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Uh, today I learned that the snow used in the Wizard of Oz was actually asbestos fiber. Hmm. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, I don't know. Some movies use natural cotton, a potential fire hazard uh, under hot lights. In The Wizard of Oz, Judy Garland is engulfed in a snowstorm composed of fluffy white chrysotile, a material guaranteed to be fireproof because it's a form of asbestos fiber. But you know what that does to your lungs? Yeah. Doesn't news. do any any favors. Wasn't natural cotton the guy in Dodgeball? Yeah, I believe it was. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Actually, from what I understand, that whole movie, there was like absolutely no safety regulations whatsoever. Buddy Ebsen was supposed to be, you know, the guy who played Jed Clampett, yes. originally the uh, the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. And the makeup that he used, he it was I, I, there was something like mercury in it. There's yes. something, you know, toxic. Sure. And he wound up having these, these his lungs burned out and his skin was sloughing off because of the of the, uh, of the makeup, and that's why they had to get another guy to to play the role. And then there's that urban legend about somebody hanging in that scene where the witch first appears on top of the roof there right. in the background. Mm-hmm. I've, I've looked at it. It does look pretty strange. And the munchkins were nothing but troublemakers. Yeah. Bunch of jerks is what they jerks were. Jerks and drunks and drug addicts and pimps. Uh, I remember my grandmother telling me a story when she, when she was a little girl in uh, in Mansville, New Jersey. That's where she lived. Yeah. That the there was this place uh, that the stuff would come out of the air and it would look like it was snowing all over the city, mm. and uh, the kids would catch it on their tongue. Oh, it God. was asbestos. Nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, which set off years of lawsuits. Eventually, set off years of lawsuits against. John's Manville Sheetrock Company. I bet. That, I bet that stuff tastes delicious with like a lead paint dip. Sure. Absolutely does. I, it reminds me of that scene from that movie about Chernobyl. We saw that, right? We were talking about <laughs> yeah, that, right? Yeah, I saw gross. That. And all the kids are going out into the street like it's some celebration with all the nuclear waste falling yeah. all over the city like uh, snow. What a beautiful time yes. of year it is. <laughs> Chernobyl. You know, that should be the tourism poster. Oh, look how bright and beautiful it is out here. And that is today. Coming up next in the news, Grubhub in big trouble. Details next on Rock 102. It's 634 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue in Springfield or ServioLocksmith.com time for news here's dave coombs so a rally in support of ukraine took place yesterday at the jewish community center on dickinson street many of those attending 
Stand with Ukraine, carrying Ukrainian flags, blue and yellow banners and sunflowers, the national flower of Ukraine. Speakers included Richard Neal and Dom Sarno. Donations to Ukrainians also continuing to flood into the Full Gospel Church in Westfield. And Paul Kozub, just back from a trip to Poland, will join us in the 7 o'clock hour to talk about his relief efforts through sales of his V1 vodka. You know, the uh, the most... Uh, <sighs> I guess disturbing piece of this whole thing is that, well, I mean, there's lots of disturbing parts to the war in Ukraine, but uh, the idea that the Russians accusing Jews of being Nazis. Yeah, that's a little bit uh, off base. Uh, in my view, every accusation is an admission. You know what I mean? Like they're accusing them mm-hmm. of being the bad ones. But in well, fact, see, but that's but that's the, kind of the uh, the war of propaganda. Mm-hmm. That's you know, I mean, every country that that's in war has their own form of propaganda. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've had it. The Germans had it in World War Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, other countries had it back then as well. I mean, we, you know, <laughs> you never, you know, it's the the fog of war leaves everybody misinformed or mm-hmm. uninformed. Hey, if you want to see a good car chase video, head on over to westernmassnews.com. They've got it for you right now. It was video obtained by the Massachusetts State Police Air Wing. It captured the event last week when suspects were shooting at police and leading them on a car chase. Those suspects have been arraigned, and according to the prosecution, Elijah Wheeler Watson, during the car chase, reportedly threw a 9mm firearm out the car window, which landed in somebody's front yard. That gun had 14 rounds in the magazine and one in the chamber. Imagine hitting that with a lawnmower. Well, see, that's why I don't want to mow my lawn anymore. I'm yeah, afraid I might hit firearms in the yard. Good excuse. That's like one of those things that you got to, you know, you, know, you, you go around the yard mm-hmm. for after, the, after the winter, you pick up all the sticks, right. you think you pick up all the rocks, and then you know, you're mowing a lawn and Bam! You hit a gun on the ground. A nine that, millimeter firearm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't have the bagger attachment, uh, you can't even mulch that. No, that'll that'll mess up your blades. Too. Oh, it's going to leave a serious ding yeah. in the blade. Budgets are being established in various communities, and State Senator Adam Gomez yesterday filing a two hundred million dollar budget amendment calling for the state to transfer employees out of the Roderick L. Ireland courthouse. How many times? Do we have to hear about this before somebody well, does something? We, we've been talking about this now for what three, four years. Well, like where it's yeah, really, where and it's the really problem up. and the problem extends well beyond that, about beyond three years. Sure, uh, but yeah, I, they're, not, they're not they're not making any progress. Doesn't seem that way, uh, Mr. Gomez. Hopefully, we'll get somewhere with uh, his introduction of that budget amendment. Amendment the forty uh, six year old concrete structure, of course, linked to five deaths from ALS, as well as at least sixty cancer diagnoses among courthouse workers. Well, I hope other people in uh, in Boston take that seriously because right. something needs to be done ser- uh, quickly. Uh, speaking of budgets, Nick Kochi is on the move here. The state legislature, right in the middle of a budget season, lawmakers will soon consider a request from the Massachusetts Sheriff's Association. Mr. Kochi spearheading that effort. The pandemic bringing a whole new set of challenges to the Commonwealth. And as a result, there's been a spike in substance abuse and mental health disorders. To address that, the Hendon County Sheriff has been running a successful reentry program. But in order for it to continue... 
Mr. Kochi saying he's going to need more money in the budget. And so yesterday, he testified in front of the Ways and Means Committee to urge them to pass Governor Baker's budget. If approved, the plan would give $689 million to the 14 county sheriffs in Massachusetts, and they could address some of these problems a little bit better. It's actually an interesting uh, argument because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think most people think that, you know, criminals just go to jail, and then once you're done with that two and a half years... Oh, everything's just fine and dandy. But you have to make sure that people are set up with jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe, you know, kind of the mental health thing is huge. Right. I think that's a huge portion of that. So I don't think, you know, jail time doesn't just end with your time. You're going to need assistance to get back to... reintegrate you back into society. Remember, most people are at the Ludlow Jail because they're awaiting trial. Right. You know, so, but nevertheless, those problems still you know, exist. Yeah. And, you know, he has been in the right uh, side of all of that. You know, drug program, you know, you mm-hmm. know, drug programs, mental health programs, uh, you know, additional beds. I mean, he's, he's done a good job uh, addressing some of that stuff. You, you, I don't know if other I don't believe every sheriff has done the same type of work. And I don't think it's been, uh, yeah. I mean, that's really been, you know, his thing. It was Michael Ash's thing. He's kind of picked up, uh, you know, the ball on that, too. A couple of warnings in the Hartford area for things that could be happening here to us from WFSB and Hartford Police warning people about specific mailbox thefts. Uh, the police department there saying it placed signs around town in an effort to inform the public. Apparently, thieves are using something sticky attached to a string dropping it into a postal box. Once they find a check that they've fished out of there, they change the dollar amount and cash it for themselves. Some victims have even had their bank accounts drained because of this specific type of theft. Imagine that. You think that little blue box at the end of the corner is going to be... That's what they're talking about. They're talking about people stealing from those things, mm-hmm. the the big blue box. Sure. You Damn. think you're safe, and here you got somebody... To, you know, they're... Taking my magnet fishing idea, putting gum on the end of a string, and yep. uh, fishing out checks. It's like out of a cartoon or yeah. something. I was like, maybe I should change my uh, my fishing habits. Right. I and wouldn't w- be stealing mail, though. That's uh, I believe that's illegal. Well, not if you, not if you <laughs> don't get caught. Not <laughs> like, those uh, postal workers. Aren't they the ones that go crazy and shoot people? Uh, it, that's been a while since they've done that. That's a myth. Sometimes. That's a uh, myth. Sometimes. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, because the mail never stops, Bax. <laughs> It just keeps coming and coming and coming, and then it's Publishers Clearinghouse Day, and oh my God! <laughs> Second warning out of the Hartford area, distraction carjackings. A 42-year-old man was meeting a potential buyer for his car in the parking lot of a West Hartford condo complex, instead had his vehicle stolen at gunpoint after he was distracted by a, quote, distressed motorist. I'm having problems with my car over here. Well, he was part of the elaborate scheme ah. to steal this guy's BMW. So be careful about quote-unquote distraction carjacking. All right, but suppose you're driving a, a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a real piece of crap. Let's yep. say it's a let's say it's like a like a Renault Lacar from like 1975 and right. it's still on the road. Mm-hmm. Can you pull over then and help somebody cuz you know no one in their right minds is going to want to steal a car like that. No, that's true. Okay. I mean, if I'm not driving in a Beamer, I'm not going to pull over the side of the road to help somebody. <laughs> I'm in a Beamer. 
Well, I don't, I don't well, want that thing to get scratched. Well, no, th- this guy wasn't helping. This guy was there to sell his car to uh, a potential yeah. okay. buyer, yeah. and, it, and it was the person that was quote-unquote broken down and having distress who was part of the scheme. He was like, and he's the guy who's still on the loose, by the way. I got you. Hmm. Okay, so beware. Hmm. Interesting. And finally, Grubhub is being sued by the Washington, D.C. Attorney General over alleged deceptive business practices. The suit claims the food delivery service misleads customers by using shady tactics, including listing restaurants without their permission, hiding extra service fees, advertising, quote, free delivery that most customers aren't eligible for, and even creating fake phone numbers and websites for restaurants to generate more orders. I have never used the Grubhub thing. Nor have Neither I. I. And, uh, well, actually, I, I was at a friend's house one time, and we ordered food through Grubhub, and it took like two hours to get this food because this delivery driver had all these other deliveries to make from many different restaurants because, mm-hmm. you know, you got to remember, you know, people aren't just, whatever the list of restaurants that they represent right. or, or that they, you know, do business through. Uh, they have to go to all those. They're not just going to make one trip to one restaurant and go to somebody's house and right. go back to another restaurant. They they tour all of those restaurants volume, and try to try volume. to time. Yes, yeah, and it's really not. Um, it's really not that efficient to to do it that way because you're waiting for so long. Plus, how much did you say was up? On, was there like a a price? No. Didn't say it in part but, of but the story. But it, it's it's a heavy fee yes. yeah. to, to get that thing delivered. And then, you know, after watching all these videos on uh, on on YouTube and Reddit about these Grubhub delivery drivers just, like, throwing the food or coming back because you didn't give them a big enough tip that they uh, they destroy the food or, or what, what have you. Now, that's but not the right. worst one I saw was a guy in San Francisco, and he was a bike bicycle Grubhub delivery mm-hmm. guy. Well, somebody's filming him from, you know, from like an alleyway or inside of a store or something like that. And you can see this guy opening up the Grubhub bag, opening up all the lids, <laughs> and then sticking his hands oh. in and, and making his, himself a plate okay. that well, he could eat. Yes. And then he puts all the containers back in the bag, takes a stapler out of his backpack, and staples the bag back up as if nobody touched it. This portion is very small that I got delivered to my doorstep. <laughs> look, look how disgusting usually, that usually is. Usually the portions are bigger than this. Yeah. And by the way, is DoorDash any better? Because I have used DoorDash, and I'm okay with that. I haven't used any of them. Okay. I have no idea. Well, maybe something to, do, something to do this weekend. Who knows? Oh, here's a, here's a good... Uh, what does it mean when the flag is flying at half-staff in front of a post office? I don't know. They're hiring. <laughs> hey, oh, get it? I get it. I get it. Yeah, that was I a got good it. one. I got it. Hey, we got a winter weather advisory in effect for Steve's house and other portions of houses in higher elevations. It's going to happen from 10 p.m. tonight through noon on Thursday. As for today, pretty nice highs in the middle to upper 40s. Coming up next, it's always heartwarming when we can crown not one but two mass hats, and in this case, a father and a son. Coming up on Rock 102. Associated Building Records is looking for their next. Em- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.53 with ACDC. We back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly sunny for uh, most of the day, and then uh, clouds start to move in, and a high of 48 uh, tomorrow. Rain and mix of snow. Winter weather advisory will be in effect tomorrow, and a high of 44. It's uh, 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Paul Kozen from B1 Vodka joining us in just a second. Uh, actually, uh, just after 7 o'clock. Now. Now you can do it.
Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. And uh, two of them today, a father and a son from the state of Michigan. So I guess we'll start with this clip. I think I crawled out of the womb with both middle fingers in the air. <laughs> Why not? It always gets better with a Kid Rock clip, right? Sure. Uh, coming out of the womb with both middle fingers in the air, but the uh, amniotic fluid replaced by skull bandit spit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no deodorant stains, though, because he doesn't use it. We, I think we confirmed that yesterday. Right. So a 54-year-old guy in northern Michigan, probably a Kid Rock fan, his name is Victor McMillan. He got pulled over on the highway last week. He had his 30-year-old son Joshua with him. Oh, nice bonding moment, father and son. That's a nice thing. Taking a drive together in Bagley, Michigan, about 60 miles east of Traverse City. I think that's in the upper portion of Michigan. That could be UP, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, While the cop was talking to them, he noticed a large McDonald's cup in their car, and it was filled with soda. But there was something weird floating on top of the soda, and it wasn't ice. If you know drug slang, it was another type of ice. Anyone? Uh, uh, crack cocaine? I don't, I don't crystal know. Meth. Crystal meth. Crystal meth. Sure. Uh, apparently right. known as ice in the vernacular on the street. I've seen her perform at uh, Mardi Gras, crystal meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, she's more of a, what's that other place? Magic <laughs> Lantern Magic type of Ma- No, come on now. It's a, that's a classy place. Did you tip handsomely, by the way, when you saw her perform or not? Uh, I just, I gave her a dollar and she gave me 75 cents back. So <laughs> you figure out how she did that in the money maker With no coin purse. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, they're talented. I mean, they, you know, yeah. they really are. Sure. It's, all their body parts are talented. The ones that can smoke cigarettes yeah. with the lady parts. That's <laughs> the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a smoker's cough when you're doing your business. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little different, doesn't it? It though? does. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, this, <laughs> this, this this father and son out for a nice drive together panicked when they got pulled over, and they dumped their bag of meth in the soda. That's what happened. Ah, uh, yeah. They either didn't realize it would float, or they thought it would dissolve. That's like the kid putting Pop Rocks and Coke together. You could die from that. Yeah, didn't Mikey from the Life cereal commercials die from that? I believe he put crystal meth in Coca-Cola, and that was exactly how how it worked. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, there's your mass hats for today. A father and a son in Michigan. Isn't it just nice, though, that a father and son are doing stuff together? Isn't that really the point, though? (laughs) Well, and they're doing time together right now. That's nice. But separately. Yes. That's the worst part. (laughs) Coming up next in the 102-second sports, a new Guinness World Record in competitive eating. Details straight ahead on Rock 102. The following takes place between 7 a.m., and 8 a.m. It's almost 7 a.m. And a winter weather advisory in effect from the National Weather Service. That's been issued for Western Hampton, Hampshire, Franklin, and all of Berkshire counties. It exists from 10 p.m. tonight through noon on Thursday. So probably only for the higher elevations. As for us, could be rain, maybe some freezing rain tomorrow. Today looks pretty good. Middle to upper 40s for the highs. And the weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. 
Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with football. Hey, we almost had Leonard Fournette on the Patriots. The top running back apparently spent part of yesterday visiting with the Pats, but decided to re-sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady on a three-year, $21 million package. In basketball, the Celtics will host the Jazz tonight at 7.30, a game you can hear on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In hockey, the NCAA tournament will begin this weekend. UMass will take on Minnesota and AIC will take on Michigan. Major League Baseball yesterday. The Red Sox with another win in spring training. They beat the Rays 4-2. to two. They host the Twins again today, and they'll be going for a perfect 7-0 and record in spring training. Does that mean anything? Probably not. And world records to talk about in British competitive eating. Leah Schutkever broke a Guinness World Record when she ate 19 chicken nuggets in 60 seconds. It was a total of 12.4 ounces of chicken nuggets, enough to take the record from Nila Zisser, who ate 10.5 ounces of nuggets back in 2020. Am I the only uh, person here who is wildly aroused by this story? I Right? I think we should maybe... Test this out in the studio. Let's right, get well, some nuggets. Why not? We're going to have some vodka coming up from Paul Kozub in a few minutes. I think we should attempt to break that record. It's a good idea. I think Kid Rock has probably done similar records. I think I crawled out of the womb with both middle fingers in the air. <laughs> That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax laments the retiring of a tennis star. Next on Rock 102. And now... Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but according to my best estimate, I have approximately 3,462 days before I retire from this godforsaken business. Yes, should also point out that it is uh, also my plan not to retire any earlier than that for various financial reasons, because that would not be preferable. Nevertheless, there are times when some people say like a Tom Brady, find themselves retiring too soon. And when that happens, you tend to spend the remainder of your life being hounded by trolls begging for your return. For example, yesterday, Ash Barty, the number one top-ranked female tennis player in the world, announced that she is retiring from tennis at the ripe old age of 25. This comes just two months after winning the Australian Open, which was the third Grand Slam title of her brief career. And despite all of that success... Ash posted an Instagram video yesterday where she says, I'm so happy, I'm so ready, I just know at the moment, for me as a person, this is right. So why is she hanging it up so soon? Apparently, she doesn't want to play anymore. Apparently, it's a lot of work to be the top-ranked player in the world. And at the age of 25, she finds that perhaps she wants to do more fulfilling things in her life. Folks, Venus Williams is 41 years old. Serena Williams is 39. Even Roger Federer is 40 years old. When those guys retire from tennis, you don't have to ask yourself why. They'll retire because they're too old to be playing professional tennis. But when a 25-year-old millennial does it, we wonder, what the hell is she thinking? After all, she's leaving her career long before it really begins. Well, it might have something to do with the fact that at 25 years old, she's already got a net worth of $20 million, which means if she lives for another 50 years, she could manage to live on a fixed income of $400,000 a year for the rest of her life. That's not taking into account any interest accrued investments or retirement accounts, which I'm quite sure she's already got figured out. Frankly, if I had that sort of value, I would have retired at 25 too. 
Instead, you might have to put up with me for another 3,462 days. I know some of you would like to see that go sooner, but that's the plan. Sorry. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested a big stat bunch of gas grills. And they're telling you that the Weber Genesis grills are the best ones. And you know what? They're on sale all month at Rocky's. Get a good deal now at a Weber Genesis and get ready for grilling this summer at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 709 in ZZ Top with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. We're going to have some ugly weather, but probably just in the hilly areas of Western Mass. That'll happen from 10 tonight till eh, sometime tomorrow morning. Uh, he uh, not only uh, makes vodka, but he is somewhat of a superhero, especially to us here in Western Massachusetts. And, of course, the people on the uh, Ukraine-Poland border, our good friend Paul Kozub from V1 Vodka. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Steve, thanks so much for having me. Of course. It's, uh, it's, uh, when we talked to you uh, two weeks ago and you were, uh, you were out there, uh, I was really proud of you because we've known you since the the very beginning of uh, of V one, and uh, you've been a good friend of the show. And to see you do what you did, and to hear the stories you were telling, uh, I mean, it's it, it, it's terribly inspiring. So uh, thank you for doing that. I mean, I I I, I don't know. What, and what do you say to a guy that 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 does something so remarkable like this to to go over there and to help people who are you know coming over the border at the most uh, you know vulnerable time of their of their lives i mean just a, an incredible gesture well bax you know you see the people um volunteering for the ukrainian army you know british guys english guys all over the world so what i did was nothing compared to what some people are doing in this in this war so thanks for that and actually in my car it's 4,291 miles from here to the border. Um, but I've been there 61 times. I've been in Eastern Poland. Of course, that's where my, my business is. So just like um, with Steve, you know, I had to help out the Cumberland Farms and save the day with those robbers. <laughs> listen, you know, listen. It was, it was my duty to go to the border and do what I did. So, As much as I appreciate your remembering that historical moment, <laughs> that was, uh, I don't know, uh, how do we say that? What, what did we do to that? Uh, we kind of fluffed it up a little bit. No, no, Steve. You didn't yeah. fluff up anything. Ac- accentuated. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, just you know, comparing by scale, you know, going to to the, the Polish Ukrainian border, maybe a little bit more heroic. Once my free coffee card was done, I could have cared less about that place. <laughs> but you, on the other hand, actually did uh, and do and continue to do uh, great things. And and it's not just you know, it's just it's not just this guy hawking vodka. It's this guy who cares about the place that he lives in cares about his community and cares about his the community of his origin and you also had mm-hmm. uh, you know a vested interest in uh, you know that area of the world like you said two hours away is your distillery mm-hmm. and and how are the proceeds going by the way because i know you're donating some of the proceeds of v1 right how's yeah. that going so we have a dollar bottle uh for the month of march and then coming out here i have one of six that are already in the country i i did a special edition ukrainian label v1 we're doing $2 a bottle for that. Um, that should be in around Easter. Uh, so, yeah, I've been overwhelmed, uh, Dave, with the donations. Again, I'd like to thank People's Bank, who uh, Venmoed me $4,000 while I was there. So I anticipate on going the border once, bringing uh, the money I'd brought, you know, literally handing out to people as they came over the border and uh, received another $15,000 while I was there. And so we're able. I was able to go back two more times and really see the the difference between even four or five days from what the people were experiencing from the first time I was there 
to the last time I was Ms. there. Paul Koza from uh, V1 Vodka and Rock 102, and you mentioned the specially themed bottle. It, for folks who can't see the, through the radio, it is blue and yellow, the colors of the Ukrainian flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. So, you know, we, when you, we talked about uh, you know, what you were seeing over there and the, and the people that were coming over, we were talking about it yesterday. You know, the idea of, of what it must be like to be in a position where you are forced to leave your home in a life or death situation has to be the scariest thing, the most overwhelming thing that I think a human being could possibly go through. And there were many images, you know, that forever stuck in my mind. And even yesterday, driving around Western Mass, uh, you know, I saw school buses and, you know, a Peter Pan bus. And I'm like, I'll never get out of my mind seeing all the buses full of women and children just literally speeding over the border. Mm And one of the days we went, you know, there's a town called Helm that isn't far from um, Dorohusk where we were. And it's maybe 15 miles from the border. So there was a lot of, Poland seemed relatively normal up until this town. And in the last 15 miles, I was with uh, Father Peter, who was, you know, we, we went together. And uh, he said, um, we were just driving. And it was like, nobody, nobody on that side of the highway. Yet the other side of the highway was full of buses and cars leaving. We're like, that was the first time I got a little anxious because there was nobody around us going mm. in that Easter, eastern direction. It almost sounds like, and not to, not to be dismissive of it, but it, like the scene you're describing almost sounds like when there's a hurricane in Florida and you got all the traffic on one side of the highway mm. getting out and there's nobody on the other side of the road. Right. I don't mean to make that analogy no, that, if it's, it, it, it was dismissing I, it, but... Right. It, yeah, I was in the middle of a traffic jam on the Wilbur Cross Parkway down in Connecticut a few days ago going to meet a date of mine. And I was miffed because I was going to be late to the date. But I can only imagine these circumstances where they've set up humanitarian corridors yeah. mm-hmm. and they're firing into the humanitarian. Well, now, you, you didn't yeah, see any of that. Well, that no, we were. You know, no, but there were all kinds of people at the border checking their Tinder profiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, you know, what? and one of the things that I didn't want to say was, that, you know, when we first last spoke that they were you know, shooting at civilians, cars, and, and all those things. And now it's in the news every day. It's mm-hmm. kind of a common thing where we were one of the first people to hear that that was going on, which makes it all more disturbing. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I again, it, it's, it's, it's remarkable that, uh, that you, that you went out there. I, I know you're, you I know you're a humble guy, but you know, the fact of the matter is most, most business owners, most people don't decide to do this because, it's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine when the when you get home, uh, your <laughs> wife and kids must have been delighted to have you back. Well, they're young, they're young enough to know where that, or not to know where I went. You know, Daddy just yeah. went to his distillery, but yeah, yeah. for sure. I, of course, Cassie uh, does a great job being a mom, and uh, she, she worried a lot. So, um, you know, it was good. It was only a week. Yeah. How, how many employees do you have in Poland and here? We have about 25 in Poland mm-hmm. and about seven here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a not unlike uh, my dad who would just go to an Elks club and get hammered for the afternoon and nobody would know where he was. No, but if hey, your dad had the until, keys to a distillery, he'd yeah, never leave. He would <laughs> never <laughs> leave. Listen, yeah. Steve, I, there was plenty of being hammered in Poland, too. Oh, so I'm sure, I'm sure there that. was. We actually befriended some of the border guards and um, we brought them some V1 because we went back a second time. So in some, um, you know, police, Polish police sprinter van, there's a half a case of V1 in there. <laughs> wow, <laughs> very good. <laughs> you know, I'm I, I was I, I'm really uh, more uh, impressed by uh, the Ukrainians who who are yeah. you know being pushed out of their homes, yet they seem so resilient on television. When you, when you, when they're interviewing these people, 
they're not they're not taking any crap. Like they, yes, they might be fleeing, but that's to save their lives. Mm-hmm. But they don't, you know, they're, they're, they seem like such a strong-willed people, and I think that's the refreshing thing to see is that nobody's just caving in to to Putin and. You know they're they're going down with a fight. I think there's two, yeah there's two things. One, the Ukrainian people who I met, like you said, so resilient. And um, you know uh, there's martial law in Poland, so you, uh, in in Ukraine, so you have to leave. Um, so uh, or that people 18 to 60 men have to stay there. So women, children have you know forced to leave or asked to leave. But um, yeah, they want to go back. A lot of them say I'm going to be in Poland for a couple of days and I'm going back. Mm. And uh, so that was one. Number two, meeting so many people from all over the world, and particularly Americans that were there that had even less reason for to be there than I did. I have a business there, but a guy from Texas, 27 years old, a banker, he just said, I, I saw there was a flight from Miami to Warsaw. I got on, now I'm volunteering. I mean, I, I met hundreds of people like that. So the good that's coming out of this, it's coming about, you know, all the, all the horrible things that are going on there. This is uh, Paul Kozo from B1 Vodka. Um, Let's let's talk a, a little bit about uh, now that now that you're home and the donations that are are rolling in. Like I said, a dollar uh, throughout the month of uh, the month of March for every bottle that is sold, and the uh, the Ukrainian uh, you know, bottle uh, two dollars. But um, what organization is that all going to? I know you have a I know uh, you emailed us about a preferred uh, organization. What uh, what is that uh, that organization specifically? Yeah, this guy met Mihao. Um, he had a twenty-unit apartment building that he um, just let people stay in. I'm talking a very nice place, like marble floors, and there's eighty women and children there. And he's he was so inspired. He started a new foundation called Help the Ukraine Children Foundation, and uh, every day they're posting. So if you want to face look look that up on Facebook, Help the Ukrainian Children Foundation, and uh, um, the, their website is humanhelp.org. .pl and that translates into English but they're literally like he bought an ambulance he's going to the sending over to Ukraine you know bandages food he's really kind of doing I guess what I would be doing if I was there all the time and um, so it's someone I met and and they're just doing God's work every day over there so phenomenal well we uh, we really do appreciate uh, what you, for to represent not only uh, your company, but to represent this this region as a whole, and uh, we we appreciate uh, all of your efforts, and uh, we can't thank you enough for all the things that you're doing for for these folks. Thanks, Steve. This is my 17th year of V1. <laughs> I think I've been coming in here for 17 years, so I appreciate it. And again, when I was lucky enough to be the one to be handing out the money, I said this is from America because I wanted people to know there that someone cared about them from so far away. That's awesome. That's awesome. From, from the guy who wasn't going to do any flavored vodka, he just told me a few <laughs> minutes ago, to now how many flavors? Yeah, eight or nine. Yep. <laughs> eight or nine, and, yeah. and a new one is coming? Yeah, double espresso is coming out for Easter, so oh, wow. let's my look God. to that. That's Ooh, fantastic. a wide awake drunk. Yeah! <laughs> let's <laughs> do it. Vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pop goes for everyone. Great well, to see you. I'm sorry. All vodka is breakfast vodka, depending on how you want to look at it, right? True. Bloody yeah, Mary, yeah, screwdriver. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Nothing wrong go. with that. Absolutely. Breakfast time somewhere. That's it. Good to see you thanks for having me thanks it's so much 720 with back steve and dave and rock 102 hey it's pat kelly rock 102 with the led zeppelin song that freaks us out when we're like going to the bathroom because it fades to almost nothing you're like wait mm-hmm. are we are we on the air are we off the air the bathroom break song yes 
Yeah, but that song freaked me out on a number of occasions. Really? Yes. You're still freaking out after after I'm, I'm, 40, 50 years I'm, of this. A little jumpy. I'm having some flashbacks. <laughs> well, you know what? You can freak out again in about two hours when we play that song again. Oh, stop it now. Boy, he, he will not let up on no, this, really. it's okay. Hey, tomorrow on the show, <laughs> this is kind of exciting, comedian Lewis Black will be joining us. Yeah. He'll, uh, he's, uh, he's coming to the area, I think the Academy of Music in uh, Northampton. Yeah. And uh, we'll get to the uh, the bottom of uh, some of those details tomorrow mm-hmm. when he's uh, joining us on the show. We have uh, news coming up next on Rock 102. 731. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering 1,400 hours off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So thanks to Paul Kozum from V1 Vodka for joining us here in studio, bringing us some goodies and telling us how he's helping the people of Ukraine with sales of V1 Vodka. You can do the same, by the way, and I was asking you guys how widely distributed V1 Vodka is, and apparently it's in a lot of places, right? It's in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, though, uh, you know, because he, he always... He, He's like the ultimate guest. He never arrives without uh, giving you something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, you know, I don't think I'm take, uh, speaking out of turn here. You know, he gives me uh, my favorite flavor, which is which is hazelnut. Yeah. It's fantastic. Then he tells me that, uh, it tells us that he's got a double espresso coming. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Just in time for Easter. Delicious. Yeah. yeah, I bet. Simply delicious. So can't, I can't wait. Can't wait to try it. And again, portions of the proceeds do go to help humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. Yep. A lot of people in Western Mass doing this kind of thing. The Jewish Community Center, Dickinson Street, yesterday had a stand with Ukraine movement with people carrying Ukrainian flags, blue and yellow banners, and sunflowers, which is the national flower of Ukraine. Some of the speakers at that rally included Richard Neal and Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno. Speaking of uh, protests, I saw a guy down on uh, Wasson Avenue the other day, yeah. you know, that medical center area for Bay State. Sure. Mm-hmm. So one guy holding up this like pro-life sign. Huh. Oh, that's, yeah, I think that's, that's the, the guy, guy that used to put our sign up and stand out there and, uh, and say uh, things about how, I don't know, we're... It was like pro gay or something. Like he was, uh, he had some yeah. beef or something with, with us that uh, he was doing. But I'm like, one guy. Hmm. Where's the rest of you? Yeah, don't you have a you have a gaggle of uh, anti-abortionists uh, just out there? You know, some people, and I am not one of them, and I don't mean to insult anybody who is. There are some people that are really passionate about stuff, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'm not. Uh, you know, I can be passionate about some things, like. Uh, you know, certain flavors of cheese. You know, I'm very passionate about cheese. Uh, How do you, you feel know, about Gouda? I like Gouda. I like, like a uh, smoked Gouda? Not so much the smoked Gouda, but, you know, the regular Gouda that comes in the wax. Gotcha. I like cheese and wax. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not the kind of guy that would stand out on a street corner and protest. I've been in one protest in my life. Two. I take that actually three okay. three protests in my life two were uh you, you know during like uh the whole you know black lives matter stuff mm-hmm. we went out to a couple of those events one uh one in blunt park one at uh, at center field and, mm-hmm. and east lawn Meadow. but then there was one in college that i went to and the only reason i went to it was because all my friends were there and there was booze involved okay and it was like a you know back in college yeah, you know, we were trying to get uh, Marquette to divest in 
uh, South African businesses. Who was so it? that that seemed like a pretty good uh, that sure. seemed like a pretty good thing. Good excuse and to drink. Good excuse to drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we uh, we stormed the administrative offices and you know with pitchforks and torches and stuff like that. But at the end of it, we went home and uh, you know prepared to go out for another night of uh, continued drinking. That was the extent of all my passionate uh you, you know protesting like i can't i i, I just uh i'm not out there doing it i don't think i've ever been involved in a protest but i'm looking for one if you want to invite me to one feel free why don't you go join that guy down on wasson avenue he, no, uh, I, he seems I, lonely i don't think i want to you know I'd, I'd rather join a larger group you know where there's always a large group of protesters northampton <laughs> yes go well, out to northampton you know, like a, like across the, you know, like right in front of uh, Urban Outfitters, you're always going to see guys with uh, and ladies with uh, with signs of, uh, you know, shouting slogans and stuff like that. You, it's a great way to meet people. Well, we we did the story about the Northampton High School students protesting to get the, I think it's the vice principal, the, the, principal. the principal, the principal, the principal. Yeah, but that's students. You, you, it would be creepy to have a guy your age go to a student <laughs> protest. But, I guess you're right. But you know, the people out of Northampton, uh, in front of Urban Outfitters, you know, they're all adults. You mm-hmm. know, our age, uh, you know, younger, older. But they, I think you could fit in fine. You want to make some new friends? It, great place to do it. Is it near a coffee shop that Urban? Because that would be an important part of the protest during the day. Uh, to yeah. get some coffee to go along with your, you know. Yeah, you could uh, you could probably you know walk to uh, the Shelburne Falls uh, okay. Coffee Roasters. That's probably less than a mile. All right, uh, you probably finish your coffee by the time you get to Urban Outfitters, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you make your uh, you can make your feelings known. Well, the city council in Chicopee is not protesting, but they are up in arms. They're saying there's been little enforcement of violations that bring down neighborhoods in Chicopee, and the city council now asking that the mayor would consider hiring a code enforcement office to help clean up the community in Chicopee, all aimed at improving property values there. What uh, what some of the violations? Do you have any violations? You know, not necessarily violations, but just, well, I guess technically they would be, like not maintaining your lawn properly, uh, pushing snow onto somebody else's property, just, you know, uh, basic basic types of human consideration that aren't being taken into. Where I live, it's the opposite. If you don't have stuff growing in your yard Mm -hmm. and collecting on your property, uh, then, uh, then you get a violation. Well, where's your car up on blocks, mister? Hmm? Hmm? I, I, don't see, I don't see a bathtub in your front yard. Probably about uh, five years ago, they put in these uh, these windmills at the top of the hill in uh, in Russell. Right. Mass, and you can, you have a clear, I have a clear view of them from my house. Uh, they're pretty impressive looking. They are. Right? Yeah. And uh, it's basically renewable energy. I'm a big fan. You know, like that's... Uh, that's how it works up there. Yeah, no, I know. You get, get it? The, I it's totally a big get fan. You know, I, it's tell, a big, I totally yeah. get that. Anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, they put these things up, and, and uh, I think it was more about the process and how they were approved, and not a lot of people knew about them being approved. And all of a sudden, these things just start going up. And they have these, you know, they, they ship the thing in from Boston, uh, and, they, and it takes like hours to do to, to transport just mm-hmm. one blade of these things oh, to yeah. get up there. Well, then people started taking pictures, and they're like, "Ah, oh, great view for our hill towns," you know, with the with the windmill going up, right? And then, uh, so I made a meme. I took a, I found a picture of like a trashed up yard with like broken lawn chairs around a fire pit inside tires, and you know, all a, kinds a, of a junk. Rip, a ripped up couch in the porch. And I made the meme of hilltown people be like, 
but the windmills are ruining our view. <laughs> because I'm like, there's like 30 blighted properties in this town. How how are you not going after that, but you're complaining about something that has benefit to somebody? Hey, I'd get a few V1 vodka cocktails and go up there and watch those blades spin around. That's, that's, a, that's a party right yeah, there. You don't want to drink too much vodka and watch spinning things. That's not. I'll let you sit on good. my roof and you can do that. There you go. Sounds hey, good. I, I'm told that the, uh, the Haymarket Cafe is next to Urban Outfitters in Northampton. Apparently the coffee there is very, very good. Perfect. So, there you go. So I'll, now you could uh, you could go out there and uh, and protest uh, your face off. I'll go up there and do that later today. I don't know what I'm going to protest yet. Doesn't matter. Could be anything. <laughs> okay. Done deal. Hey, we got a recall to tell you about. Continental Mills has issued a recall for Walmart Great Value Buttermilk Pancake and Waffle Mix. Apparently, potential foreign material contamination, according to the USDA. They reported that fragments from a cable used to clear the processing line, found in a limited amount of the pancake and waffle product. Interesting. Be Mm. careful. If you're getting that stuff at Walmart, which you might be, there's a recall on that. You know, if ever you find something goofy in a a product, Mm -hmm. especially... Something that's like a, like a processed food, mm-hmm. you know, like what you're talking about there, like pan like pancake mix. Right. You always got a right to the to the company. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, uh, we were eating uh, the, that natural peanut butter, the Smuckers Matt National. Ugh, uh, I know the, the, I, I, the oil I, pooling on top. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it wasn't really my favorite, mm-hmm. but you know, there was one jar that we got that had like metal like strands like metal shavings inside Mm -hmm. so i wrote to the company a very terse email and i said this is disgusting and i took pictures of it and there it is right in the uh and the peanut butter and you know what they did Mm. they gave me coupons for more (laughs) free peanut butter from that company it's the right thing to do listen if i'm not gonna eat this jar full of metal scraps Mm -hmm. what makes you think i'm gonna go grab more jars of your product so that was it i was off the natural peanut butter forever i like sun butter you try that yet? No. What is that? Sun butter, sunflower seeds. Oh, uh. and they uh, they crush it up. Just I guess any kind of nut can be turned into a butter. Yeah, nut uh, butter. That's right. Yeah, cashew nut, uh-huh. peanut, almond nut, that, that, macadamia that, nut. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's the one that my made my mama go crazy. That's, uh, that's about it. But uh, sunflower butter is uh, is like an alternative for these people who can't eat uh, peanuts. Yeah, like is it, yo. Know, it's not. It doesn't cover the people that have nut allergies, mm-hmm. but Specific if you have a peanut, peanut allergy, uh, you can eat this stuff. It's like eating a big sunflower. But, it's delicious. But does it t- taste like real butter? Because I really do like the taste of real butter from a cow. Is it? Is it? Well, no. It but t- peanut butter doesn't taste like butter oh, anyway. Oh, so this is more like peanut butter. Not okay. Yeah, it's yeah, basically right. any nut can be turned uh, into some sort you. of. I think they do like uh, what is it? Tahiti for the sesame seeds. Yes, that's yeah. like that's that's like mm-hmm. a, ta- a sesame butter mm-hmm. kind yeah. of thing. You can make butter out of all kinds of nuts. Yeah, there's a bitterness to tahini though that you you know you don't necessarily want to you know dip in that stuff with a spoon. I have a uh, penis butter and jelly sandwich. I love that one. I, I heard you were a duck butter fan. I love duck butter. That just it's best when it drips down your chin. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, grab a napkin. Fomunda butter. How about that? Yes, there's that too. Well, as long as we're talking about food, there's a study in Australia. A seven-week cooking class was found to improve mental health and well-being. Yeah, just by taking a cooking class, apparently you get healthier. All in your head. Huh. You know, I, I would think that any kind of activity improves your mental health. Something that you have to focus on. Yep. You know, there's uh, lots of therapeutic 
methods that you ever hear of what is it e- emdr therapy oh yeah where you where they you know i did it once and it was like they put paddles in your hands like vibrating paddles and then like you're you're talking about your experiences and you're talking about your issues and yet these two things are vibrating back and forth in your hand and it's been proven that if you're doing an activity and also talking about things you tend to work them out a little bit better mm-hmm. so the idea with this is if you're you know you're it's not like you're being distracted but it's kind of aiding you in an activity much like when you go for a walk right or go for a run right that you can kind of figure things out in your head a little bit better than you can mm-hmm. if you were just sitting at home wallowing in your own sorrow and depression that's the idea behind yeah, this there you go so so there you go so, Steve. Co- so cooking classes are the thing huh uh, uh, yeah, 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 and uh, we have a survey to finish off with here. Yeah, we don't have the the. Finger. Oh, so we uh, have that for me. Survey? Did you say survey? <laughs> Apparently, one in five of us eat in the bathroom, and eighteen percent of us eat while on the toilet. Guys, no, no, no I don't. No, God, no. listen. I don't bring my phone in the bathroom, mm. and I certainly don't bring anything edible into the bathroom. Oh, I bring the phone in. Cause, uh, no, I don't. Know, I, do. I don't. I don't. I'm with Steve on that. I, if I get some yeah. uh, some me time in there, then I, you know, I'll I'll play like uh, words with friends or something like that. Just you know, catch up on the world. But uh, you know, never eat or drink in the, in the bathroom. All right. And the other part of the survey: one in five of us have admitted to picking a piece of food right out of the trash and eating it. Sort of like George, right? It wasn't in the garbage; it was above the garbage. Well, it had a barrier. Yes. You guys out of the garbage into out your the, mouth? No, not no. out of the garbage. No, it I've was done. on a doily. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, no, never, never I done w- that. I once went into a bathroom and took my shirt off and forgot to put my shirt back on, so it looked like I was bathing myself <laughs> when I came out of the bathroom. <laughs> Glad there's no pictures of that. <laughs> Well, there, there may be. There may be. Uh, we have a winter weather advisory in effect for some of the higher elevations. It's going to be in effect from 10 p.m. tonight through noon tomorrow morning. As for today, highs. Damn it, I missed. Did I do this wrong again? God darn it. Here we go. <sighs> Sorry. And it's now. Steve Nagel's Fog Buster Forecast. <laughs> brought to you by Fog Buster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Reach for the black and white can in the beverage cooler. Well, now that I'm not being steamrolled over this uh, whole thing, <laughs> going to be uh, mostly sunny today at a high of 51. Uh, tomorrow, rainy with some snow showers. Going to see a winter weather advisory in effect as well at a high of 44. Forecast brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. Look for the black and white can now at every Big Y Express. What, what is this? Two weather forecasts in less than 10 seconds? What is this, amateur hour? No, it's- no, we teamed up. I gave the portion of the forecast about the winter weather advisory. Right. Steve did today's forecast. Around here, it's been amateur century. <laughs> <laughs> or quarter century, at least. Coming up next, and now hear this. You love boat fans are in for a treat. Stay tuned to Rock 102. Attention New England, it's March Madness at Leotota Wilbraham. With Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 752 and Van Halen. We're back, Steve and Dave, in Rock 102. Uh, we just did the full forecast. Right. It's going to be 29. Uh, it's, it's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. That's right, enough. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. 
You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Uh, clip number one. Remember the situation at the NCAA tournament about a week ago where the ball got stuck up on top of the backboard and the cheerleaders saved the day. And right. the ball is stuck. We've got an issue now. Let's get the cheerleader up. Get her up there. This is how you do it. Oh, she's got it. Oh, what a play. The cheerleader saves the day. This place is on its feet. The cheerleader is the hero in Portland. Yes, that cheerleader who saved the day, her name is Cassidy Cherney. And she's an Indiana cheerleader for the Hoosiers. And now she has her own deal. She has an NIL deal. Come on. That's name, image, and likeness with a company called Break Tea. They've created a T-shirt showing the moment when she stood on top of her teammates' shoulders and rescued the ball from the top of the backboard, and it's gone viral with the caption, quote, right from the play-by-play guy, the cheerleader saves the day. Damn. I, I didn't right? even realize that cheerleaders were eligible for those kinds of deals. I, look, if players are eligible, then everybody's got to be eligible. I don't know if everybody's eligible. I think they are. Well, I don't Obviously, know if they should be. She's got her own NIL deal. Congratulations to Cassidy Cherney. My kids are in college. I'd like to see them get these NIL deals. Well, they, are they doing anything heroic like that? Well, I mean, not. I mean, it depends on how what you uh, define as heroic, right? Well, hey, the money's out there. The deals are waiting for them. I got to talk to my kids. And here's one for the Love Boat fans. Love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you and love. Tell us about it, Jack Jones. Life's sweetest reward. Let it flow. It floats back back to you. (laughs) The love mode. Go at it, baby. You're just not playing it for the sake of playing it? Well, no. There's an actual story behind this. And actually, Steve was going to do this in Hollywood Trash. and he. I wanted to save it for this big moment. <laughs> so there's a new reality dating show called The Real Love Boat. Are they going to use the same theme song? It doesn't say that in the story. But damn well better. They better, right? Singles will be looking for love on a Mediterranean cruise. Would that be a gopher? Yes, they're going to have all of the original cast members portrayed by actors. And then and then real contestants on the show. Correct. And there will be challenges, <laughs> and hopefully there will be a happy ending for somebody here. And by the way, they will have the Gavin McLeod character who will help with the matchmaking as well. What about, uh, what about Isaac the bartender? Yeah, I would think. And go... <laughs> He, he just didn't gave see me the, that. Gave he me the finger finger guns over yeah, that's there. Right. Uh-huh. That's right. Did the the the, uh, the snap and the finger guns at you. <laughs> this sounds like uh, before they invented entertainment because it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're mixing an old TV show, which is a that classic, was a, a by timeless the way. classic, yes. and then you're mixing it in with reality television with a bunch of. Nobody's. You know, today's youngsters uh, could never possibly understand the wonderment of uh, of the Love Boat. Right. I mean, it was a great show, but uh, you know, they 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 want reality. They they want reality television more than they want 
say like uh well pick a like a B or C list actor. Uh Mike Baxendale. Sure. Let's yeah. say he is a <laughs> oh, passenger on the Pacific Princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh he wants to play shuffleboard on the Lido deck with uh <laughs> with Captain Stubin. Well, you know, these kids today they wouldn't know what the hell they're even talking about. Well, and I'm I'm in it just to see who will play cruise director Julie, right? Julie it- McCoy. Yeah. So, well, who do you think that'll be? Oh, I don't know. I'd like to see Blake Lively. Just saying. For me personally. You know, uh, that's you. Yeah. That's you. Well, yeah, we need somebody else to sing the theme song, though. Well, Jack uh, Jack Jones is still alive as yeah. far as I know. Yeah, but you know what? you got to modernize it. If they're going to do this, they're probably going to bring in somebody like Josh Groban or oh, uh, fuck right. Michael Buble. Just go, oh, just go for a different Jack. Go Jack White from the White Stripes. How about there that? There you go. And you can do that, that, too. That would at least be interesting. <laughs> All right. So we've got some work to do for the new Love Boat. And apparently in pre-production right now. Yeah, excellent. Uh, coming up in the 102-second sports, an NBA player fined 40 grand for confronting a fan. We'll have the details next. Straight ahead on Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8.01 on Rock 102, a winter weather advisory in effect for many counties surrounding us. It'll be in effect from 10 p.m. tonight to noon Thursday. Some rain, maybe some snow in the higher elevations. As for today, dry and quiet with highs in the middle to upper 40s. Your weather is brought to you by J. Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagolroofing.com today for more details. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with football, apparently we almost had running back Leonard Fournette on the Patriots. He spent yesterday visiting with Bill Belichick and the team, but he decided to re-sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a three-year deal for $21 million. That would have been a coup. In baseball, spring training action, the Red Sox ran their record to 6-0. and They beat the Tampa Bay Rays 4-2, to a home run for Will Dalton, a win on the mound for Rich Hill, and no sunburn for any of the players. By the way, they'll all be wearing a patch on their sleeves this year in honor of Sox legend Jerry Remy and his iconic number two hockey NCAA tournament beginning this weekend UMass against Minnesota AIC against Michigan and in basketball the Celtics will host the Jazz tonight at 730 a game you can hear on our sister station laser 98.5 meantime Portland Trailblazers center Yusuf Nurkic fined $40,000 for a post-game confrontation with a fan After a loss to the Pacers, Nurkic, currently sidelined with an injury, walked over to the young fan in the front row, grabbed his phone, and tossed it into the stands. Apparently, the heckler had insulted Nurkic's grandmother, who died of COVID in 2020. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Justin Bieber in the sports world. Yes, Bax has details. Straight ahead on Rock 102. TTM Technology. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Listen, I know I can't speak for everybody. All I know is when it comes to things like how to present myself in a professional manner or how to embrace the styles and trends of today's youth, there is no need to go any further to accept the exacting knowledge and taste of Justin Bieber. 
Justin Bieber represents a keen level of perception and intuition that is unparalleled in today's contemporary society. How else do you explain his popularity amidst all that crappy and insipid attempts at making music? You can't. Now you might ask, Hey, Baxi, isn't this supposed to be some sort of sports feature? To which I would say, keep your pants on, I'm getting there. <laughs> Yesterday, the Toronto Maple Leafs revealed a new reversible sweater that they will wear tonight during their home game against the New Jersey Devils. A sweater designed by Justin Bieber. Why? Well, as you, you know, we would never claim Justin Bieber as our own in this country. He's Canadian. Worse than that, he's also a gigantic, long-suffering Maple Leafs fan, which I'm sure you're aware have not won a playoff game in 19 years, back when Justin was just nine years old. Nevertheless, Justin and his design company have been commissioned to come up with tonight's game jersey, and frankly, I kind of like it. First of all, it's completely reversible. It's black, which is very slimming, with blue stripes and black lettering. And then when you turn it inside out, it becomes what looks like a Bruins jersey. Black, which again, still slimming, with yellow stripes. The difference, of course, is there's no letter B, nor is there a bear in the jersey. You still have a maple leaf, but with a smiley face stitched into the middle of it. And that is the touch of Bieber that I was fully expecting. Now, of course, many of you will ask, why is this happening? The best answer I can give you is this. If you were a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs, wouldn't you want something else to focus on, too? Of course you would. This is a team that hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. They got nothing else to look forward to. Justin Bieber is all they have. He's their only, he's their only saving grace. And that's the truth. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm looking at five DeWalt power tools right now that are all on sale at Rocky's Ace Hardware for a hundred bucks. I'm looking on my phone at the Rocky's app or at rockies.com on my laptop. Or you can even pick up a sales flyer at the store. What's on sale at Rockies? Loads of stuff. And it's online, on the app, and on paper at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-12 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Highs in the 40s today. Got a winter weather advisory in effect for tonight until tomorrow and maybe some snow in the higher elevations. Uh, real quick, I uh, just want to remind everybody, tomorrow, Lewis Black will be on the uh, the show with us. He's got some uh, some shows coming up in the area. We'll tell you all about that tomorrow here on Rock 102. Excellent. Uh, how about a little round of Am I the a Okay. Okay, I'm ready. to do that? I am ready. All right. uh, This one is uh, Am I the A-hole for wanting a stranger in the delivery room and not my husband? What do you mean a stranger? Like someone that uh, the mother-to-be has never met? Well, uh, let me just explain to you a little bit here. I found out three months ago I'm pregnant and my husband was not happy. God, you're barely showing, Steve. I know. Well, actually, I'm showing. I just (laughs) don't think I'm... Producing anything. I see, yes. Uh, he doesn't want me to not have the child, but he's been really mean and distant since we learned we are expecting. He works a lot, and I'm used to being on my own most of the day with my job, and I'm often alone too, so I don't think I've been needy, but I have felt an extra I have felt extra alone in the last few months. I reached out to a friend uh, I've met online a lot, and she has been a really great support, but she lives in another country. After another awful conversation with my husband where I was crying because he said he wouldn't come with me to any ultrasounds and didn't care about the, quote, pregnancy part because it doesn't concern him, my online friend did something incredibly generous. She paid me 
She paid me to have a, a doula who is essentially a non-medical support person uh, regarding birth. She, it's kind of like a like a midwife, right? Yeah. Isn't mm-hmm. that what they call them? Right. Uh, she doesn't have, do any doctor stuff, but she's a mental support for me, and I can text any time throughout the pregnancy, and I can even have her at the birth if I want to help support me. Both of my parents have passed, uh, so this was like a sweet gesture from her friend. I met her today, and she's just as warm, sweet, and almost motherly figure. I really like her, and she made me feel so much better about all my worries and fears. She said she would come with me to the ultrasounds if I felt I needed someone I felt uh, an instant relief with. Uh, in my area, we are currently only allowed one person as a supporting person during delivery. I hope it changes my due date, but if it doesn't, I think I want to ask her to be there instead of my husband. So am I the a-hole for wanting this to happen? Can't trust somebody online. I mean, she, she's never even met this person, right? She had a, 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 an internet conversation and friendship. Well, she met her once. That was the, the one part of the third. She did meet her once. She right. was very warm and sweet, but okay. she, she appreciates... You know, the support that this woman is giving her, mm-hmm. much more so than the husband. I got to tell you, the a-hole in this situation is the husband. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, Steve, do you have kids? Uh, I think so. Uh, <coughs> Dave, do you have kids that you know about? I have one yeah. that I know about. All right. Were you, uh, were you at the at the delivery? Yeah. In okay. fact, yeah. I, re- I remember clear as day, especially when they circumcised him. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see the clip. That looked painful. Uh, Steve, you were in the delivery room for uh, for all, what, four of your kids, five of your kids? Uh, two. Two. Are uh, you that the, I know of. But you were there, right? Yeah, I was there. You yeah. were there. I was there for all three of my kids. Let me ask you this. Would you have traded that experience no. for anything in the world? Fantastic. Like I said, I still I still remember it to this day. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah. would I would not have traded that at all. That was you know to me it was mm-hmm. like we, you know you know they tell you that it's the uh, the you know that oh your life is going to change. No, in my estimation, that is where my life begins. It's like someone flipped a switch, and then all of a sudden I'm an adult now, and uh, the best three days of my life. Bax, I can remember clear as day. It was 1986 for me, and they couldn't get him out of there <laughs> to start with, so they had to use the forceps, you know? And they the went salad in, tongs. They went in with salad tongs, and they grabbed him by the head, and they yanked, yep. yanked him out of there, and he had, like, bruises on his cheeks. Yep. And they're like, oh, my God, is that going to stay? And no, they fade. Of, but, of like, course. all of those details yeah, are I mean, embedded. And, you know, to, 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 to say, well, I'm not going to ultrasounds or, you know, you know, doctor's appointment, dude, you're missing out. I don't care what you say. You hear their heartbeat for the first time, that those are important milestones. Well, and you, you go because, it, it, it one, it's the right thing to do, but, two, they're life-changing experiences every time you go. Couldn't agree more. And also, you don't say what that guy said. What did he say? I have nothing to do with that? Or uh, what He it? didn't want to be part of the pregnancy part, the, quote, pregnancy part, Probab- because it doesn't concern him. <laughs> Probably not the right words to use well, to your wife I mean, slash mom. From his point of view, uh, maybe he's just one of these guys who really doesn't want to be concerned with all the, uh, the details. Yeah, well, then this is the kind of guy that is not going to want to be concerned with the details of changing a diaper mm-hmm. or feeding a baby or burping them or, you know, you know, cleaning their shirt if the baby spits up or any number of very important things that have to happen in a child's life for them to develop into a productive and independent human being. On the other hand, I hope that there's nothing bad about this person coming from another country and taking advantage of this 
particular family. That's a very, that's a very paranoid. Point I'm just view. saying. Well, you know? and then uh, you know the, the later edit that she that she made to this post was that uh, his the husband's brother was picking up and he told his brother what I had said and his brother said I was a real piece of work and it would be an a hole move to not let my husband meet his son first. Well, but if you're not. I guess if you're not interested in the rest of it, why should you be interested in the final product? Well, I, uh, I'm i a little <laughs> hesitant about where this relationship is going, mm-hmm. if this guy is going to be yeah. an a-hole like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, listen, this is a this is a day kind of centered on two people, and it ain't you. It's the, the mother and that child. Yes. They're the ones who are going to be the most, uh, where the most concern is going to be, is going to be drawn. So... Uh, my guess is he's not going to be all that present after the baby's born either. I guess. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I heard a story uh, from my dad when he was born. I, I guess my grandparents were much like you, Dave. You said you didn't meet your dad until later in life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, same with my dad. He didn't know he even had a dad until he was 12 wow. because uh, his my grandmother. You thought he was a virgin birth. Uh, <laughs> my grandmother, who was a tad salty. Really? Will. Yeah, they got divorced while she was pregnant with my dad, and then when he, when it was time for the baby to be born, uh, my uh, my great uncle kicked him out of the hospital and mm. told him never to come back here. So and the then final pieces of the puzzle right. are finally starting to come together. Now we know me. where the salt comes from well, over there. <laughs> well, I mean, you can understand why somebody would have uh, substance abuse issues and things yeah. like that stemming from, you know, you, you thought your dad died before you were born, and then you were told when you were 12... Hey, by the way, you're going to meet your father today in New York City for lunch. Mm-hmm. So that's enough to screw you up. And by the way, he's not going to pay. But honestly, I mean, I didn't remember uh, anybody being there for me when I was born. Yeah, I know, but it's it's uh, it's it's more than that. Was your was your dad present? No. Uh, you know what? I don't even know if he was or not. Yeah, I think I think I was the only one out of the five th- that he was there for. Was there a duo there? Well, remember, yeah. you know, back you know, you know, many years ago, mm-hmm. men weren't even allowed in the delivery True. room. True. Out, out in the lobby smoking a cigar. Well, well, that's what I mean. I mean, isn't a, an Elks Lodge much more fun than a delivery room? Well, yeah, but no. Not a round of drinks for all my friends. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. I'm going to be a dad. We got to set a precedent here. Well, I think we're all in agreement on this as to who is the a-hole. If, if there's somebody else who wants to take the other side of this... Paul, I mean, I don't know. We're looking for uh, some bitter, bitter man. Yeah, uh, anybody to, who's to got a great deal yeah. of hostility that they've been suppressing for years. Sure. Absolutely. So that's uh, Am I the A-Hole on uh, Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 827 and The Clash. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. It's uh, 29 in downtown Springfield. All right, people seems want to chime in on Am I the A-Hole. Let's do it. Rock 102. Hi, I was going to comment about the gentleman that didn't want to be in the delivery room. Yes, sir. But he sure as hell was having fun making that kid, right? Well, you assume. Well, I mean. Oh, yeah, it sounds like he didn't even like her to begin with. Yeah, he may not have been having that much oh. fun. Maybe he was doing it, you know, begrudgingly. You know, sometimes we do that. Maybe maybe it wasn't his. <laughs> that could be. Yeah, you're right about that. Could be a test tube involved, too. You never know. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you, too. Yeah. I think uh, she's the a-hole for staying with that guy. 
Well, well you bring up a good point. Yeah. I mean, you know, why is she still hanging on to this guy when he's shown absolutely no respect for her whatsoever? Right? Now, wait. Before I make a decision, let me go online and air my grievances publicly <laughs> and see what the rest of the world says before I drop this guy. I know I might have married a total loser, yeah. but the best way to deal with that is not to, you know, couples therapy, but to post it on a Reddit and see what happens yeah. next. It's always better online. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we let him out to dry on that one, by the way. Hey, I watched a great movie on, I think it was Netflix last night, similar to all this. We're talking about kind of a-hole guys and stuff like that. Yeah. Jason Bateman, who, you know, we love in Ozark, right? Right. Have you seen The Gift? Uh, no, I think we, like, that's one of the things that we said, oh, we got to watch that, and we haven't watched it yet. Really good, and I won't give away much else, but, you know, they're going to have a kid together, he and his wife, and, well, let's just say things don't turn out the way that people expected. The gift. All right. Man, All right. you should be a stripper. You're such a tease. <laughs> Thank you. Here, let me give you a dollar bill. See what you do with it. It's uh, 829. News is next. With back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. There are about... 831. We're back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So, as the bombing continues in Ukraine... Lots of support here in Western Mass, including from Paul Kozub, just back from a trip to Poland. He joined us earlier this morning to talk about his relief efforts through the sales of his V1 vodka, which is available lots of places all around Western Mass and across New England as well. You can do a good deed for the folks of the Ukraine just by buying some of his great vodka. Also, a rally yesterday in support of Ukraine at the Jewish Community Center on Dickinson Street in Springfield. Many of those attending carrying Ukrainian flags, blue and yellow banners, and sunflowers, which is the national flower of Ukraine. The speakers at the event included Richard Neal and Dom Sarno. Well, until you said Richie Neal, uh, it actually sounded like a very, uh, a very good event. Yeah, you guys really have uh, sort of a, a bone to pick with him, huh? It's not even a bone to pick. It's just the same old, same old. The guy, uh, you know, somebody will run against him every once in a while, and, and he'll and, take and out his war chest of money. And, and Richie will crush yeah. his soul, and then yeah. uh, and that's it. Well, we can move on to uh, other politicians. State Senator Adam Gomez filing a $200 million budget amendment this week. Don't even get me going on Gomez. Nothing <laughs> wrong with Gomez. Oh, you think not. But... I like Gomez. He's calling for the state to get those employees the heck out of the courthouse. See, now Gomez is the only guy who's talking any sense. An agitator is what he is. No, he's not. He's the guy who's going to save that courthouse from further contamination. He's saying either get those employees out of the Roderick L. Ireland courthouse or get those remediation environmental plans and get them going to fix the building or replace it or all of the above. The Lord said to Gomez, there's going to be some moldy moldy. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that one before. Get those people out of the courty courty. <laughs> I think you got a hit on your hands. I think yeah. we do too. We got Dr. Westchesterson in here uh, to mix that thing down. For Gomez's you. Ark sitting outside, waiting for everybody <laughs> to get on board. Hey, we'll, we'll get two of every kind. Right. If you like watching car chases, head on over to WesternMassNews.com. You can check out the video that was captured by the Massachusetts State Police Air Wing. Suspects, by the way, have been arraigned after shooting at police and leading them on that car chase. And according to the prosecution, Elijah Wheeler Watson 
reportedly throwing a 9-millimeter firearm out the car window during that chase. It landed on somebody's front yard and had 14 rounds in the magazine and one in the chamber as well. You know, that's better than a nip bottle on your front lawn. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> at least, you well, get, at least uh, that's something of value that you could trade in for uh, something yeah, but, else. But, you know, you can remove a nip bottle from your front yeah. lawn. I think when you... Uh, <laughs> When a gun pops up in your front yard, then you have to, I think you're supposed to call authorities. I don't know. You could put it on your mantelpiece, maybe, yeah. you know, as a sort of a keepsake up yeah, there. Except it's evidence. That's, yeah. well, uh, that's, that's the true. difference. Yes. Don't do that, by the way. Joking here on Rock 102. Uh, the state legislature is right in the middle of budget season as well. We're talking about budgets for various communities in Ludlow. The pandemic has brought a whole new set of challenges to the Commonwealth, and as a result, a spike in substance abuse and mental health disorders. And so, to address that, in Hamden County, Sheriff Nick Kochi has been running a successful re-entry program, but needs more money for that to continue successfully, or as successfully as he would like to see it become. He's got to contact uh, Adam Gomez. Gomez will write a, write a little bill for you. Gomez's Ark. Get on the Ark with That's Gomez. It. Two bills for everyone. Yesterday, Sheriff Kochi testifying in front of the Ways and Means Committee to urge them to pass Governor Baker's budget. If approved, the plan would give $689 million bucks to the 14 county sheriffs in Massachusetts. Even though there's been a decline in the prison population, Sheriff Kochi telling 22 News that the need for things like mental health services and substance abuse prevention has actually gone up, which necessitates the extra money, the need for extra money, I should say. I don't know. Maybe they need to cut the menu down at that jail over there. Maybe they can save a few bucks, huh? Why can't we just uh, feed them uh, gruel, you know, like they did back in the old uh, days? No, no, that's 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 the state prison system. That's not the county jails. No, no, no. They, they listen, listen. They <laughs> it's 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 better than gruel, but not too much better than gruel. It, it's actually pretty good food. I've never been uh, arrested or incarcerated for any real period of time, so <clears throat> hard for me to, to compare and contrast. You know, one penal system. Uh, <laughs> you menu, said system. I, I know that funny. <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to, to compare menus. Although yeah. you know, to be honest, I I, I wouldn't you know, mind a little uh, uh, a taste comparison. You know, I'll put some Yelp reviews together. You know, which which uh, prison in Massachusetts uh, offers the uh, the 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 best fare. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, maybe uh, Nick Kochi can take a few tips from me. We could do like a, a jail tasting, right? Okay. We get a, <laughs> you have a cooking contest among the inmates, right? It's like a top chef kind of thing. Okay. Right? All right. Hey, you get a Gordon, you know, Nick Kochi could be the Gordon Ramsay uh, telling him, you know, what the heck do you think you're doing? <laughs> You can't ferment fruit in a jar for two weeks to turn it into booze. There's a, there is a guy on the TikToks because you know I like to spend time on the TikToks. Who doesn't? Who does these uh, these food recipes? But they're all prison recipes, okay, like yeah. you know, the, like the kind of stuff you make in your cell and how to make it. Yeah, like, and he's, he's he's not elaborate meals, but I mean it's like. You know, you get like your bag of Fritos from the uh, from the commissary. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you know, be married to a guy uh, with the most cigarettes for a little while. But that's okay. you know, the uh, small price to pay. Small price to pay for a good hot meal in your belly. Sure. Now, do, is it like making gin out of fermented socks and stuff like that well, as well? The, or? the thing is, I mean, this guy is is making things that you would find in a prison. 
and you know, again, it's it's all the kind of stuff that gets sure. you know traded as part of uh, you know an underground uh, syndicate, uh, you know, in the stripey hole, <laughs> you could say, and it's actually very interesting. I but, mean, if if God forbid I ever had to do any any serious time, I'd want to take these skills and apply them to my prison stay. Uh, speaking of food shows like Gordon Ramsay, I think my favorite new food show, and I've only seen the promos so far, is it cake? Have you seen the promos for No. Is it cake? But you're scratching me where I itch, Dave Coombs. So <laughs> what this is is a game show where there's four pedestals and there's a piece of food, a piece of cake on each of the four pedestals, but only one of them is real cake. The kicker is they all look like you've seen people like make cake that looks like, say, a sneaker. Right. Or, or an animal. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. You got four choices, and you can't tell which one is the real piece of Until cake. Until you slice into exactly the cake. Exactly right. That's the moment of truth on this show. I kind of like that. Looks fantastic. I'm going to be all in on that one. Hey, heroism in Willamette, Connecticut, the driver of a dumpster truck and a couple of detectives being hailed as heroes for helping to rescue people from a fire in Willamette. It happened yesterday. Three people needed to be rescued. The dumpster truck driver employed by the town of Griswold happened to be in the area of the building fire, backed his truck up to the building, and then coordinated with police to raise and lift it to the second floor of the yeah. burning building so they could rescue the people. Wow. Really Pretty cool. damn cool. Yeah. Would never have thought of that. That guy's a hero. He is a hero. Uh, it was pretty bad. I mean, the guy who jumped, though, uh, was he had burns inside of his mouth. Yeah. He had, oh, uh, it, it was a pretty good, grim scene from what the way the way they were describing it. But, but he's not dead. No. And, and this guy saved his life. Right. Who would have thought that a trash man would uh, one day save somebody's life? Usually they find dead bodies in the, in the trash. True. Not saving live ones. But, you know, sometimes these guys are quite heroic. As long as we're on the Connecticut kick, a woman in New Milford has a viral video from her security camera recorded when a bear entered the pen holding her two pet pigs out in the backyard. There's a lot of bears going places these days. We've been seeing some warnings on various... Well, Western Mass news sites about it's springtime, yes. so that's when they come out and they they're horny and they're hungry, right? Kind of like every other guy in the uh, Western Mass area. We're yeah. horny and hungry in the springtime. There are a lot of horny bears in this area, and so you'd think with a hungry bear or a horny bear, in Steve's case there, entering a pen with a couple of pigs, mm -hmm. it would be game over. That yeah. sounds like I'm going to Mingles for the weekend. <laughs> The video shows the pigs beating the bear. It's 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 like the the Wrinkle Ranch. Never less West That's right. Yeah. A bear with two pigs. Deja vu, or deja gu, more like it. You can watch the video, by the way, as Mary, one of the pigs, headbutts the bear into the fence, and then the other pig, Hamlet, charges the bear until it. Please. That happened to me and Mingles. Get out of here. <laughs> it was headbutted by a pig saying, get away from me, you big bear. 
The pigs were not injured in the confrontation, and they were given extra watermelon and Pop-Tarts as treats. I believe that's exactly <laughs> what they had, too. There you go. It was so wa- weird. They were doing watermelon shots and uh, eating Pop-Tarts. Are you sure this is a real story, Dave, and not just a memory of mine? <laughs> go to WFSB.com in Hartford uh, and check it ooh. out. This is not this is not an animal uh, story by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I think this video has gone so viral that it's nationwide. I think I might have gotten this not on a local website, but on a national website this morning. How about that? Check that out. And uh, a UFO researcher says he has discovered evidence of ancient aliens at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. The researcher, Scott Waring, shared the discovery earlier this month. He believes that a circular object he found off the coast of Peru while looking through Google Earth is in fact a submerged UFO. Come on! Really? The object in question shows up as a dark circle, so either it's a UFO or maybe a garbage can lid. Who knows? But this guy's convinced that it's a UFO, and it's a bottom well, of the Pacific Ocean off the coast of Peru. Well, no, wait a minute now. Is it a recycling week? Don't know. Because if it is, it could be the lid. Well, it could be. It could, you could be right. But it could have been down there for years, for all we know. And I've been watching those uh, ancient alien shows. Those you ever see those? They're National Geographic, yeah, sure. And uh, ancient, and they're talking about how, like, you know, how did the Egyptians build these big pyramids without mm-hmm. all modern technology? Right. And right. Uh, they're saying in some of the hieroglyphics that they're denoting that you know some of these things could have been UFOs helping them out uh, build these things. An early version of Jeff Bezos, perhaps, was helping them get supplies straight off of an early version of Amazon. Could Something very like well, that. Yeah, maybe, could very well be. That seems all plausible. Well, as plausible as UFOs at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. And by the way, I didn't realize you could look at Google Earth and see the bottom of the ocean. Really? Can you do that? I, I think there are certain parts where you can see shallow. Uh, if there's website, if you Google like weird things found mm-hmm. on Google Earth, mm-hmm. they'll show you things like shipwrecks and things like that 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 are visible. Well, I know what I'm uh, going to do with my afternoon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a great pastime I've passed on to you now. <laughs> yeah, so now you'll be locked in on that for for a while. Exactly right. I'll have details on that tomorrow morning. Winter weather advisories issued for Western Hampton, Hampshire, Franklin, and all of Berkshire County. That's from 10 tonight through noon on Thursday. But for today, it's dry and quiet. And we're going to have highs in the middle to upper 40s. Um, that's news on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Tom Petty with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Enjoy the good weather now. Highs in the low 40s to mid 40s today, but uh, pretty lousy tomorrow. Like a 90% chance of rain and maybe snow in the higher elevations. Uh, the Western Mass Home and Garden Show starts tomorrow. Mm. And you know that's all indoors. So if you're worried about rain, you just go right in there and you're, uh, you're all good. You can even bring an umbrella. And my guess is there's somebody there who has... Uh, umbrellas to give away because there's always uh, free stuff i'm going at the uh, home and garden show you're going yeah i'm Good going for you which day are you going uh probably sunday sunday yeah well it runs through uh through sunday and we actually have a four pack of tickets that uh, can be yours the 10th caller right now at 293 1021 tickets to the western mass home and garden show at the big e so good luck to you not unless i get to them first oh yeah i can't use those no tickets. you can't you can't give them away can't win no i guess i can't you're getting free tickets though aren't you uh, maybe, huh. maybe. Oh, okay, look yeah. at you. Do high, yeah. Working the system, oh, talking yeah. to people, people in the know. 
Listen, uh, for working here for 18 years, it's the least they can do is give me tickets to the home show. Well, I think what they've done is, in yeah. fact, the very least. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that would explain all the free stuff we get. Oh, j- hey, the perks just start rolling in now. You know, when I was young, you, we used to, like, radio stations were known to give free stuff to their employees all the time. Concert tickets. I used to go to concerts yep. all the time. Like, every week I'd be sure. going to different concerts. Go, well, what happened, Steve, is they'd give away. See, this, is, this goes back many years ago where they would have concert tickets and no one would claim them at the end of the business day. That's right. And what you would do is you'd wait around to, like, yeah, like after, like, uh, like 4.59, yes. and if nobody claimed their tickets, they gave them away to yeah. the, the first person to grab them. Mm-hmm. So... I went to concerts I would never even f- considered going to. That's right. And it always worked out. Same. Nothing. Well, now, but, but, nothing. But all of that was in lieu of the crappy pay they would give you. Oh, now they yeah. just give you the crappy pay and they don't give you anything oh, to go yeah. along with that. No, you're absolutely right. But you know, had it not been for that very same deal, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gotten kicked out of that Wang Chung concert. There you go. See? You know, everything uh, Everything worked mm-hmm. out everything for you. Worked the universe out was in your favor. Absolutely. Dave, I got kicked out of a Wang Chung concert. Yeah, that's tough to do. Uh, I I told you the story. I've said this story. I got kicked out of the uh, the Wang Chung concert. I was sitting in the the balcony of this show. And Mm -hmm. I didn't give a a rat's ass about Wang Chung. But you got free tickets, so you go. So took a couple of buddies of mine. We're going to see Wang Chung. We sit down in the the balcony, and uh, these three guys come up. And they sit right in front of us with these big, giant... Uh, cups of soda. Mm-hmm. Now, they could have added something to the soda. I don't know. All I know is all three of them take the lids off their soda and they start whipping ice cubes at the stage. So they're throwing ice cubes at Wang Chung. You know, they're doing like dance hall mm-hmm. days and live and die in L.A. and everybody, everybody Wang Chung tonight. Yeah. By, the, by the way, it was a great movie to live and die in L.A. It was a good movie, actually. Anyway, they're whipping ice cubes at these guys. Mm-hmm. The bass player's trying to dodge these ice cubes. And he's pointing up to the <laughs> up to the, uh, up to to the the balcony. And I'm looking at these three guys and going, why are they throwing ice on the stage? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, you know, the band starts, you know, pointing up to the, uh, the balcony. Security comes and these three guys point at us. Like, we're the ones chucking ice on the stage. Good move. So we were asked to leave. Those three guys, the Beastie Boys. Yes. The Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys called you out. That's it. That's it. And you didn't fight for your right to stay at the Wang Chung party? I did not, Steve. Uh Probably should have. Yeah, you should have. But actually, I think they did us a favor. (laughs) You didn't go all intergalactic on them? No, but Mm. if I ever get a chance to interview one of the Beastie Boys... I want to bring up that story to see if they recall even being at a Wang Chung show. You could sabotage their show. Oh, I see what you did there, Steve. Mm -hmm. That's right. Exactly it. Listen, there's people trying to win tickets for crying (laughs) out loud. Right. It's uh, 8.55 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102.